Welcome to the Future of Work Live. Hosted by Mark Salisbury, author of the new book, Socrates Digital for Learning and Problem Solving. Each 25-minute episode with Mark and his guests prepares you for the upcoming new world of work. Welcome to the Future of Work Live from the Metaverse. I'm Mark Salisbury, your host. Today, we are simulcasting on LinkedIn Live and Microsoft's Altspace VR. Bill Metter, future thinker, who was the very first guest on the Future of Work Live with us, will be talking about the benefits in the future of work. So let's get ready to welcome Bill right now. And you know he's been on the show before. So Bill, you know, this is going to sound familiar, has been reading and thinking about the future of work since he took a future of work graduate class at the University of New Mexico way back in 2008. Before that, he served in the United States Air Force for 25 years and most recently retired after 16 years at Central New Mexico Community College where he taught U.S. history, and he also developed and taught something called future studies. And in addition, Bill has volunteered for many years with TEDx ABQ, independently organized TED events in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So join me in welcoming Bill to the show. Hi, hey, Bill. Mark, Mark, how you doing today? I am doing good. I feel kind of crowded on the, on the screen. How do you feel? I'm fine. If you are, uh, we seem to have some uh, avatars there uh, joining us today. Yes, we do. And you know, that's supposed to be me right here okay. with the mustache. I look a lot better as an avatar. I, people have been telling me. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. And then this is you right here with the sweater, okay. right? And uh, looking at me. And then we have the future work. And this is a still. So we we can go live here in just a sec. Here We'll switch out uh, for the benefit of our audience to show we are doing live simulcast here. Yep. So we'll stop this and we will go and reshare it. And we will reshare our live screen here, which is... Make sure we get it here. And this is a oh, picture yeah, of me. This is what I see, my avatar. And I'm looking at you right here. Okay. And uh, we'll just have you. And if you notice, what I can do is I can show our audience a little bit about our stage here. So we can look here. We're in a, an amphitheater that's kind of half inside and half outside. So here's the covering. And if we go back around here, there's you again. And we look behind you and we'll see that we have this great outside amphitheater space. Mm -hmm. But what you'll notice is we are empty. <laughs> there's no one here. There's just you and me here today. And our great scheme here at the Future Work Live is to have people join us in the metaverse and be part of our audience and come up and be part of the discussion afterwards with myself and our guests. Yeah, that's our big plan. So we'll see if we actually get that done. One so, of these days. Huh? One of these days. Maybe in the next month or so. You got to tell people, you know, about it so they can, and then they have to get their accounts and all that. So we'll do that another time. We'll just mark this as our very first uh, cast from the Metaverse with LinkedIn Live. You know, you have 
been thinking about some things. And we discussed this a little before the show, and actually a while back. You've been thinking about what would you like to work. So what's on your mind, Bill? Well, you know, COVID really accelerated everything. I, uh, I've been teaching online for many years, and uh, some of my colleagues had not viewed it. You know, they viewed it as a bit of a fad. And then, you know, all of a sudden in the spring of 2020, a lot of people got thrust online, whether, whether they wanted it or not, not just in teaching, but, you know, many people were sent home uh, to do Zoom and, you know, work remotely and, and do things much differently than we had, you know, BC, you know, before COVID. So, uh, so we, we hadn't necessarily thought so much about the, uh, you know, about the pandemic, but uh, I, I've been teaching online since uh, 2008, maybe 2010. So at least a, a dozen years of, of online learning. I hadn't actually had students in the classroom since 2016, but I'd still been doing a lot of online. And that's, that's the way more and more people are working now. And uh, the, the more I read about, you know, all these companies trying to get people to come back to work, a lot of people just don't want to go back. You know, they've gotten used to, uh, to being at home or being at a remote location, not having to do the commute, not having to do, you know, hair and makeup and all those other things. And to get into work, you just, you know, get up and maybe you're still in your jammies at three or four o'clock in the morning. You've had a great idea and you start work and uh, and then you can walk around your neighborhood at lunchtime or do all these different ways of working. And it's, you know, it, it's really been amazing how things have transpired here. I mean, we're coming up on, you know, three years now since uh since the pandemic started in the spring of 2019 so it's been uh it's been really a lot different for a lot of people and and especially for, for people who may have started a job and have never actually been in the office been into work don't actually see their colleagues in person um i have several friends who you know have never actually seen all of their colleagues because they just aren't all in the same place at the same time anymore so it's, it's kind of crazy yeah it is it is it and, you know, I can actually see, you know, these these environments here that we're now exploring. And, and we're we're looking at Microsoft's Altspace, which I think is a precursor to what we're going to see, like, uh, with uh, Office 365 and Teams and things like that. But I, I can see where we could all be looking at the same data. I could see where we could treat work uh, kind of like going to a conference. You know, like when you go to a conference and you just learn a ton, right? And then you're presenting, and then people are, they listen to your presentation, and then there's this talk in the hallway, and all of this concurrent stuff that goes on that's really difficult to do in today's environments. Like with you and me today, we're doing Restream Studio, and it's a lot like Zoom. It's kind of one person talks and the other one watches, and and but I can see one of these environments here, like Altspace, uh, could be used for like this conference style learning, I call it. And uh, people could actually have a lot of concurrent uh, conversations going on, a lot of things where we look at data and then people come back and uh, come up with you know, on the fly new conclusions yeah. and results, and they're shared. And I could see where it could greatly accelerate how we could work. And this would be the preferred way of working, um, even if you're in the same building. And then, but this gives me the, the thing that I think you're going to talk about today is once you join one of these communities and you're one of the people that's like paid as a contractor to bring in your expertise, 
that can be really open up a lot of opportunities for employers and for us, other people who are consultants. But it also seems to me that it's going to create some compensation issues. And so I think that's one of the things you've been thinking about. Well, and, and especially, you know, in the last three years, all, all the different ways that, that people work, it's, uh, you know, I think many of us remember starting out as an hourly employee and, uh, you know, you, you got your, you got your, your pay stub or your statement. And, uh, you know, just as an example, if, uh, if you thought you were, you know, working 40 hours a week and you were making $10 an hour and you get that first pay statement and there's not $400 there, you know, you're re- you know, people are really shocked. Uh, who is FICA? FICA got some of my money and there's, you know, federal tax and state tax and all these other things that come out. And uh, here again, if, if you're an employee, you know, your employer takes care of all this figuring. If you're an independent contractor, uh, some of that you may be paying both sides of that. In many cases, the employer pays half of your social security, you pay the other half, um, insurance and things of that nature. So I think here in the, in the, as we record this in the waning days of you know 2022, I would really encourage people to get with their HR folks, you know, either here at the end of the year or maybe think about this over the holidays and then come back and ask your HR folks at the, at the beginning of the year, what, what are some of the benefits that I may be eligible for that I'm not even aware of? Um, I know there's still some companies who may do some matching on a, uh, on a 401k or an IRA or some other kinds of employment. Uh, they may have a, a 529 college plan that your kids could get uh, some benefit from in the future. But if you're not aware, uh, you know, you, you and I were talking right before we went on here that uh, especially for people who've been employed for a while, uh, you may have gotten, uh, you know, they may have sent you a, you know, a 40 or 50 page PDF and said, you know, here's all the rules and regulations and here's your benefits. And if you, uh, if you never looked at that, you may be eligible for things. Uh, you know, it could have been a DocuSign. You may have clicked on a DocuSign and said, you know, I understand all of my uh, rights and responsibilities and my benefits here, but uh, you're mainly concerned about the paycheck. And so my point is, there are just so many different ways of working now, um, aside from hourly and even with hourly, you know, you may have some benefits, but if you're, you know, if you're a salaried employee, that's one thing. Um, if you're self-employed and this is, you know, a lot of doctors and lawyers are technically self-employed. They have these limited liability companies. They have an LLC set up and they're actually, you know, <clears throat> they're, they're self-employed. And then, of course, all the alternative work arrangements that we know about now, you know, the the gig workers, the contract workers, moonlighters, you know, whatever you want to call it. And and some people may be working in two or three different situations. You know, you may be an employee at your main job and then you've got this side gig or, you know, you do some other kind of of work. And, uh, you know, especially again, as we come up here to the end of the year, we're all going to start getting those love notes from our employers, you know, with our, uh, our 1099 or our W-2s and tell us, you know, here's, here's what you paid in. And then you're going to start to figure out your taxes, you know, maybe on the 14th of April and realize, oh, wow, uh, I, I didn't kick in enough here. And all of a sudden I've got this huge, uh, this huge, you know, bill I'm going to have to pay to the IRS because you just weren't aware 
of what your employment situation was or, you know, what your benefits were. And, yeah. uh, and, and the big one that I, I really want people to think about, you know, when, when we were all young and starting out hourly and most of us, you know, pretty healthy, we didn't really think about the medical benefits. And yeah. um, I don't want to get political here, but I mean, obviously we're the only industrialized country in the world who doesn't have universal health care. And uh, the, the vast majority of personal bankruptcies now are people who have gotten, you know, an injury or illness and they've had, you know, increasing medical bills and debt. And, you know, it, it just takes them down because they uh, they don't have they don't have health care or their health care has lapsed because of employment. So th this is, you know, again, if, if you're young and healthy and single, you don't think much about that, but then you start to partner up with somebody and then uh, here comes some kids and all of a sudden <clears throat> somebody has an illness or injury and, and without good medical benefits, it, it can really be a problem. And, uh, and then again, the retirement benefits that a lot of people don't think about, we're talking here about the future of work, but I think ultimately a lot of people would like to think about the future of not working. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you and I remember when we were teenagers and in our 20s and 30s, we didn't think much about this. But, uh, you know, most everybody here listening today or watching on the recording, you know, you're going to make it to 60, 65, 70 years old. As hard as that is to believe right now, you're going to get there. And if you haven't, you know, if you haven't planned for that, it's going to be really disappointing when you think, man, you know. Back in uh, back in 22, uh, Mark Salisbury and this other guy told me I should be thinking about retirement, you know, and then it's going to be 2050 or 2060. And you go up, oh, should have been saving some, <laughs> should have yeah. saved some, should have yeah. talked to my employer about that, you know, retirement plan. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, it, you know, it just really sneaks up on us. I mean, here we are at the end of 2022. Um, yeah. Many of the students, I think I may have told you before, many of the students I had before I retired were born after September 11th. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's unbelievable when you think about, you know, how quickly time moves along. And, you know, if, if you haven't thought about your retirement plan, if you haven't thought about your medical benefits, um, I, I just really urge people here either at the end of the calendar year or early next year to get with your boss or get with HR and somebody and find out there may be all kinds of benefits that you're eligible for. You just need to apply. And it may be just as simple as an online form, or maybe they've already got the paperwork and you just, you know, scribble a signature on there and suddenly you've got benefits that you didn't even know you were aware of. So. Yeah. You know, I think part of this too is, uh, and I've been on both sides of this equ uh, equation is uh, I used to work for a very large <clears throat> aerospace company uh, that, for the most part, is located in the Seattle area. I won't mention any names. But I remember working for them, and we would have to come up with proposed contracts. And a lot of times it was for the government. And we had what we call a loaded rate. And what loaded means is, is how much do you pay your people? Because the government, and still does, the government says you can make a certain amount on your contracts. You know, you can't stiff this for 10 times what it really costs you. So you have to kind of break down your numbers and you have to show this is the rate we pay our scientists and engineers. And then this is their benefits. 
And then all of this goes together. And then we have a little, a little sliver of, of profit on the top. And that's your loaded rate. And, and that's the full amount it costs to really hire one of these highly skilled professionals. And I think that we are, and I've done this on the other side where I've, I've hired people and I had to pay their loaded rate, right? When I had my own company here yeah. a while back and, and still kind of doing that. Uh, and so I think that's part of this new world we're talking about, because I think on the employer side, we think, well, the gig economy's only been around a, a short amount of time. So we, uh, you know, we just kind of pay people and, and they take, we 1099 them, right? They take care of their own yeah. things. And, uh, and then it's basically kind of uh, cheap for us as employers because we don't have to worry about those other things that you've been discussing, like health insurance and, and uh, planning for retirement and those kinds of things. And so I think as employers, we can look at these environments and go, well, this is a great way to get really bargain rates, you know, on, on our employees. And then I think for, for people who are going to be working in these environments and providing their expertise and joining these communities, right, that are doing work in these kinds of virtual environments, that I think that they need to really start thinking about what you're talking about is that they need to think about what is my loaded rate, right? What does it really cost me in terms of my time to be here and share my expertise? And that's the actual cost of, of, uh, of uh, work and of my work when I, when I contribute it to other people in one of these environments. And I, I think that's, that's kind of going to come around pretty soon, that that's going to be part of the conversation, I believe. And I think these kinds of environments are going to accelerate uh, you know, how much time it's going to take before we get there on a, on a really profound level, uh, as we're talking about today. Well, and again, if, you know, if you talk to 100 people today, they probably got, you know, at least 60 or 70 different work arrangements out there because there's obviously salary. But then all these all these different, you know, little side benefits that they have. And, you know, the remote work is it's really in many ways it's a benefit for the employer, too, because if they can give their employees a laptop and send them home, then they're not paying, you know, hundreds of dollars a square foot for office space and parking lots and all these other things. Um, so, you know, the benefits work both ways. But uh, for, for the employee, you, you really need to be looking out for yourself because I'm not saying, you know, everybody is trying to stiff their employees, but, but there may be a myriad of, of benefits that you're eligible for that you're just not aware of. And again, it, it could be retirement plans. It could be, you know, a 529 for your kids. Uh, they may, you know, pay part of your medical and you pay the other part. Uh, it, it's just, you know, you just have to find out either from your boss. And, and again, not saying people have bad bosses, but, but I would, I can assure you that many bosses don't know exactly what all of the HR benefits are, especially if, you know, if they haven't been there long because HR and, you know, the CEOs and especially if, you know, if there's a headquarters, you know, a thousand miles away, a lot of these things change and, and it's not, they're not being deceptive, but, you know, you may have gotten an email six months ago that talked about some new benefits and you thought you'd check that later and blew past it. And then here again, there's a, a PDF somewhere that says, you know, you're eligible for some new benefits and uh, 
a lot of it is just awareness more than anything, just finding out, you know, what you are eligible for. So, you know, I hate to be, bring up uh, an issue here, but it really strikes me that your avatar was drifting off and not paying attention there for a little bit. Uh, I, I, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and here, just for our people at, uh, at home here who are watching it, is that we'll switch here and we were a little inactive for a while, but here's where we show up. There's a bar here, you'll notice. And uh, if we go forward here, uh, we can go up here and we can walk through here so we could get a couple of drinks. So if you do join our audience at some point, we can join here. And then here's where we walk into the stage here. And then we can see you're still up here on stage. So your avatar there, he's still doing what he should be doing. And we'll go over here. And then I'm going to jump on the stage here. This is the thing we do that, you know, kind of like I'm a rock star. There I am. And then I can go ahead and turn around and I will be able to see you right there okay. back to the stage. So there it is for our, our people at home, a little bit of a, uh, uh, exploration of our, our environment here. Okay. No mosh pit. Huh? No mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> no mosh pit. So there's just you and me here, and and I gotta fess up to the to the to our audience. I'm kind of running you and me here, so uh, we're kind of uh, cheating on this a little bit. But we're giving people an idea of of uh, where we'd like to go with this show, and to have enough interest to start building an audience, and actually have you know the simulcast kind of work, and then uh, provide a platform then for people to get together who are interested in the topics we discuss and be able to talk a little bit after the show and do that. So that's our, that's, that's what we're looking forward to, to doing with, with this, but let's get back to you and let's just talk about what would you say? I would say that the takeaway for today is probably this, remember the benefits, right? And of course it looks like I can't spell. That's a, a the benefice. So that's a, a new thing. That's kind of a French. Uh, that that's kind of the French version of what we call benefits here in the United States. But so so how would you put that together for our audience so they would you know have this in their ear and they would know what they need to attend to if they're going to be part of this brave new world. Well, every time you get a new position, especially you know the way way people move around or you know you get a promotion. Uh, you know, sometimes you get a promotion, you get more responsibility and, and not more pay. But, uh, you know, I, I would, you know, try to be pretty friendly with the HR folks. And, um, you know, if you if you're able to, you know, if you're there in an office, you know, you go by and see them. Otherwise, you know, maybe a phone call or a Zoom session and just explain that you're uh, you're interested in, in finding out what all you know, what, what the benefits are that you may be eligible for that, uh, that you're not even aware of and, uh, and maybe get some explanation of that pay statement. You know, what, what are all these deductions? And, uh, and oh, by the way, if I were to go out on my own as a, uh, as a subcontractor or, you know, LLC, what, what am I going to be responsible for paying for? that the, uh, you know, that your company pays for now, because a lot of people think they can go out on their own and, and be better compensated. But in fact, they're, they're not going to get, you know, some of those benefits. They're going to, again, be paying both sides of social security, uh, maybe all of the FICA, 
an accountant is another person to uh, to get friendly with. Yeah. Uh, you know, way before April 14th, uh, the day before your taxes might be due, because uh, especially if you've had two or three different employment situations throughout the year, um, it, it might might be worth it to uh, to engage the services of an accountant who could tell you uh, pretty quickly here before the end of the year, maybe you need to do this, that or whatever uh, to uh, to be sure you're getting enough deductions taken out or, uh, you know, find out what what your state tax situation is you know the company may be in one state you're in another state and so there's there's all these different things that are going to come up here in the next you know 100 days or so by the time we roll around april 15th and, and again we're all going to get there but thought about it until april 14th that you know could be unpleasant so think think about some of this stuff way ahead of time and and you won't be surprised yeah and if i could put it all in one sentence i would say Know your fully loaded rate, right? I mean, you're going yeah. in. Okay. And, you know, it may be a different terminology for your company, but you're absolutely right. In addition to, you know, salary, there are all these other things that a company has to account for that you may not be aware of. All right. Well, that's a wrap on our on our latest show. We have to give a tremendous thanks to Bill Metter, who was our very first guest. And now that you can see, we're trying a, a new experimental format and so, Bill, we our hats off to you for coming in and help us launch this. So you're always uh, always up for helping us out here. And so uh, we really agree, really appreciate you having you on your show. So thank you very much. Always great to be with you, Mark. Uh, happy holidays, happy New Year, and I'll uh, I'll maybe see you again next year when we're going to try something new. Okay. All right, you got it. You can find the Future of Work Live episodes in video and podcast format on www.marksalsbury.com. Additionally, YouTube hosts the video episodes on the Future of Work channel, and Apple, Spotify, and Google host the podcasts.